Happy New Year! Bev and I have already gotten our 2021 flocks ordered from My Pet Chicken. They've updated their 2021 inventory and you just have to check it out. My Pet Chicken can truly be your one-stop shop for all of your poultry needs. Not only does My Pet Chicken sell day-old chicks, ducks, and goslings, they sell many of the products you'll need to be a successful chicken tender. You'll want to get your order in as soon as possible to get the poultry you want when you want it. And while you're adding sweet little chicks to your cart, you can add in things like chicken saddles, chicken diapers, cleaning products, chicken coops, first aid items, and so much more. So go to mypetchicken.com slash drinkandfarm to let them know we sent you. Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. What you drinking today? I made myself a white chocolate raspberry latte. Ooh, bougie over there. Yes, I got to make a trip to Jungle Gyms, and I bought myself some fancy simple syrups with the fancy pours and everything. So I'm standing in front of my little latte machine, like, you know, pouring it in like I know what I'm doing. (laughs) And everything turns out delicious. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking a Founders Mass Agave Strawberry Premium Hard Seltzer. And mm. I didn't even know sound founders had seltzer until I was like walking around my favorite booze place, like right before Christmas. And I saw that they had like three different flavors and they had a variety pack and it does not disappoint. It's, I think it might be my new favorite hard seltzer because it's got mm, really yum. good flavor. It doesn't taste hoppy or too watered down, which is something I feel like I run in, into a lot with seltzers. So Definitely check it out if you guys can find it. Nice. Founders has great beer. They're yes. one of my, like, they're definitely in my top 10 of favorite breweries. So. Well, maybe we'll just have to go take a visit, you know. When, <laughs> yes. When possible. <laughs> <laughs> when we're allowed out of the house again. Yes. <laughs> Our drink peep this episode is our friend Natalie Quist, and she is at Cloud Lover Fiber over on the Instagram. So cheers, lady. Cheers. So it's that time of year. I feel like we're a tad late to having this conversation because we took a much needed break. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was funny. I was thinking that. I was like, do we need to scrap our goals episode? And no. I was like, no, because it still sets us up for like the whole year. So yeah, we're a week late. But guys, here's the thing about setting goals or like dreams or deciding what you want to work on. Like you get to do that whenever you want. It doesn't have to be the beginning of a new year. Like you right. just took a shower, set a new goal. It's a new hour, set a new goal. <laughs> like, You're right. And raise matter. your hand if you have any diet-related things and you told yourself, I'm not going to start Friday the 1st. I'm going to start Friday or Monday the 4th. That's me <laughs> raising my hand. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw a meme about that. It was really funny. It was something along the lines of, uh, yeah, 
how and how many people have already put off their I'll eat like yeah. clean and healthy until Monday. <laughs> yeah, and I actually like then went and said I'm gonna do that Tuesday because <laughs> it's the first day. It's like my last day of PTO before I go back to work. So by the time you guys hear this episode, I'll be working for a couple days, but. It, it's the first day by myself in a little while with no husband to influence my eating behaviors because uh, he likes a big breakfast and I'll eat a big breakfast, but I don't need it. So that was my rationale. <laughs> we'll see how I do by <laughs> <Nice>. this weekend. <laughs> but anyways, so we're going to talk about our 2021 farm related goals, maybe a dash of personal in there. We'll see what happens. But Uh, We highly encourage you guys, and some of you have already started this, actually. If you want to go to our Facebook group and drop what your 2021 farm goals are, we'd be really interested to see what you guys are doing. Um, That way we can kind of go on the journey with you over the next year. Yeah. And in fact, um, if you're still trying to work out what those 2021 farm goals are or... Um, you know, how you're going to go about them and actually like take them from your brain to reality. We have a um, PDF that we created last year. It was kick ass in 2020, but it's been updated to kick ass in 2021. Yeah. So you can download that. <laughs> there will be a link to it in the show notes. Um, so you'll find the show notes at drinkandfarm.com slash 144. And then there will be a link you can click on to download that PDF because it's totally free. And it's actually really useful. Like I used it already this year and I was like, hey, we put together a pretty cool thing. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it was still like relevant after a year. So that must mean we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, I think so. So uh, you guys have to download it and let us know what you think. (laughs) Okay, so Sam, what is one of your farm goals for 2021? So my first one on my list is to do at least one round of meat chickens and also get into turkeys, obviously for meat and egg purposes. (laughs) I like it. Uh, Have you like broken down what you got to do to like get there? Well, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I was just like, yeah, guys, go download the PDF. I don't do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think we talked about having a Sam version and a Bev version before. Um, There is, they're both on there. (laughs) Yeah. And I think because of my project manager brain, I store so much of it in my head that I feel like I don't need to write it down, which is good and bad, right? Because that just means it's in my head and nobody else can have the information. Um, obviously, I'm human and I can forget. But in my brain, I know that um, for meat chickens, I want Freedom Rangers. And for turkeys, I was looking at heritage breeds because what I want to do is keep like a trio, a tom and two hens to yeah. produce eggs. So I don't have to keep just going back and buying more turkeys. Um, (laughs) but like I was looking at websites and like in order to have turkeys by Thanksgiving, you really, with a heritage breed, you really need to get them by March because they take Mm -hmm. about nine months to mature. Whereas like a production breed is like seven months and like people already did their FY or already did their 2021 goals, um, and bought almost all of them. 
from the places oh that my I'm looking gosh. at. So <laughs> my new plan is to wait until my local feed store does their chick, turkey, duck, all that stuff order. Um, and just go that route this time because they don't tend to have any issues getting the birds that you want. So I'm just going to go that route. That way I don't have to pay shipping, which depending on the website you're looking at, uh, is a nightmare. Like Mm -hmm. they want you to buy 15 turkeys and, and, you know, you get free shipping, uh, or they like, yeah, you can have five turkeys, but it's going to be $60 to ship them. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so so another thing that I could do is ask, you know, some local people around here if they want to go in on it with me. Like, here, I don't need all these bourbon red turkeys. Like, do you want half of them? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I'm just going to go the feed store route. And if I can't get Heritage Breed this year, that's okay. And I can do that next year. But I could get production by April, which is usually when they do the first chick order and be really close to Thanksgiving. So I've already put some thought into this one. Um, We have a thing to make a chicken tractor pretty simply already. You can go in the pasture, bada bing, bada boom. We're done with the meat bird part. So yeah, I like it. Just make sure that your tractor is strong enough for the goats to jump on if it's going to the goat area. Because that's the mistake we made. That's why our duck house or it's not really their duck house. It's the chicken tractor that turned into the duck sleeping area. It's outside of the goat pasture because the goats will break it. They keep going through like the chicken wire. (laughs) Yeah. So funny story. Uh, My husband sold a snowmobile in December. God bless him. I did not make him do it. He did it all on his own. Um, we've been using the snowmobile trailer to haul hay and straw and all sorts of fun stuff. But the top part, which like is like kind of like a triangle dome shape thing, uh, flew around in the wind back in November and broke on one side. And it is super heavy and sturdy. And all I got to do is rip the metal off the one side that's already broken and put some welded wire up or some chicken wire or something. And then boom, chicken tractor. Oh, and I like it. It's good enough for the goats to be able to jump on if they want. Because um, <laughs> they will. <laughs> they will. They'll want to. Don't you worry. <laughs> then the key there is to not put it close enough to the fence for them to jump on that and climb out of the fence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, you can always raise uh, your bourbon reds for Thanksgiving, but also still get your heritage trio. They just won't be, you know, like breeding age until like late fall or winter. But even that's okay. I wonder if turkeys are like ducks where they lay all winter. Well, my ducks definitely slow down in the winter. Um, Okay. My geese, they, they're the finicky ones. They're the ones that only ha- or, uh, lay seasonally. Um, but I don't know. I don't know enough about turkeys. Maybe somebody in the group can tell us. Yeah. But anywho's enough about those future meat birds. What is one of your farm goals for this year? So my biggest farm goal for this year is that I want to start selling something from my farm in my town's new farm market at the Mercantile. Ooh, very fun. 
Yeah. So my friends own this place. It's called Ancient Valley Mercantile. And um, I actually do sell yarn there. Um, but I have recently pulled a lot of my yarn out of there and started making the yarn into hats. Um, because it turns out the people that stop in to like shop in my town and stuff, they just don't buy like hand dyed, hand spun yarn. Like my yarn's super, super expensive, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but it's because it's like, you know, it's, they're all made in one batch, you Mm -hmm. know? So like they take a lot of time, a lot of like craftsmanship goes into it. A lot of the fiber is from like local farms or they're like um like luxury like types of fiber I don't know I don't want to go like too deep into like yarn because I don't know how interested people would be in that but you know I started doing that a few years ago and I was like putting them on Etsy and you know I, I, I put the yarn in the mercantile and what happened was I think I started getting worried that no one was going to like it or that people were going to think that, like, it wasn't worth it, (laughs) which is, like, all in my head, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because somebody out there is, like, really into luxury yarn because I'm really into luxury yarn. So, like, obviously, there are going to be other people out there that are like me. So I think, like, to, like, I don't know, save my ego or like protect my feelings. I just kind of like took it all off the internet and then like put like hold it in like a little tiny shop in my tiniest town ever. Just kind of like say, oh, I do this thing. But like, I don't really do this thing because I kind of hit it like where no one can see it. Right. (laughs) So I was like this year. I am going to like do something and I don't know if I'm going to keep doing the yarn. I am. I'm in the middle of like rebranding the yarn. I call it Ross Roos yarn. Um, and I'm, I'm getting like some hat tags because I've pulled the yarn out of the shop, like I mentioned, and I designed like a little hand spun hat and I'm just kind of like whipping those up while I sit and relax in the evenings. I'm going to put some nice little like leather hat tags on them and then I'm going to put those back in the shop because those will sell because everybody likes a really nice like good hat and they're mm-hmm. really unique and um you make really nice yarn but I don't know how much of that I'm really gonna do because I'm not sure if that's exactly where my heart's at I've got to like try it again to see how I feel about doing all the dyeing and the spinning mm-hmm. um but because I'm really into the plants thing right now I was thinking I would start shifting more towards like creating plants that could be for sale like some ideas I'm kind of kicking around are like vegetable seedlings or like mature container garden plants. Like I have a couple of seeds for varieties for like mini bell tomatoes. They're like the cutest, tiniest little tomato plants. Like they only get a couple of feet tall and they're really bushy. So like perfect Aww. for a container garden. Um, same with like these adorable little fairy tale egg plants. Like if you're really into baba ganoush, like you'll love tiny fairy tale egg plants because like you can just pick them off and you fry them up and you make your baba ganoush. It's kind of like, kind of like hummus, I guess, is the best oh, uh, thing okay. I can compare that to. Yeah, it's like a sauce that's like made out of eggplant that you like puree up and it's really good. Um, another idea is like uh, baking sourdough bread. I've gotten pretty good at that. And one of my Christmas presents that I got this year was a bread lame. What is that? It's a knife that you use to cut the top of your bread so that you can make like designs in it. So like flowers or like leaves or like really nice striping or whatever. I was just using a kitchen knife and like I was hacking up the top of my bread. (laughs) (laughs) It was really hard to make it pretty. (laughs) 
Or I'm also thinking of like growing some flowers and like putting together like some flower bundles. And in fact, I ordered some flower seeds today of like some really cool, uh, rarer varieties of like sunflowers and things like that. Uh, Or maybe some dried herbs. I don't know. So that's the cool thing about deciding that you want to sell something at like a farm market type of place like the options are endless so I literally have to like sit down and be like which of these options makes me happy because that's the one I want to dig into (laughs) right right because you have to enjoy doing it yeah I have to have to enjoy doing it and you know when they pitched the idea for market at the mercantile I think what they were really wanting was to put some like fresh vegetables and stuff in there and I might still do that but I'll be honest with you the harvesting of fresh vegetables and getting them to a store and stored like properly and at the right temperature so they're actually still fresh when people buy them it's actually really hard (laughs) yeah so like there's no shame in like taking baby steps either and like just maybe doing some of these other fun things first and then if you you know can practice the whole veggie thing maybe at your house or something when you have the mental bandwidth to do that you know Maybe that's something you can just do later because you definitely don't want to try to do it all because that's when we all just end up curled up under our desk or on the couch with a bottle of alcohol and just wanting to quit everything. (laughs) Pretty much. I know just like when I typed out all of my ideas, I was like, oh, my God, I have so many ideas. Like I need to sit down and really like pare down which one I'm really into. (laughs) And that's why your spreadsheet is so good for your brain. (laughs) Because it it would help support that kind of decision making. You can like write down like, you know, all the things that you really like about something and all the things that, you know, that need to go into doing something. And then you can look back at it and be like, oh, you know what? I don't really have the bandwidth to take all of those steps. So maybe like this one over here is a better idea for me this year. (laughs) Yeah. So what is your next one? So our next one is to breed Fancy the heifer. Um, And some of the steps we're going to have to take for that is to identify um, what we want to breed her with. Because I'm already planning on doing artificial insemination with her. Um, For a couple couple of reasons. I don't want a bull. Um, I don't want a bull to just come visit I don't want, (laughs) I don't have a trailer to put her in to take her on a date to a bowl. Um, And uh, I feel like I can figure out the artificial insemination thing and find the right people to help me do that. Um, But I have to identify or breed a cow that would work for her, her body to make sure it's not going to be too big or anything crazy like that. Um, I more than likely am not going to breed her with another Highland cattle because I'm afraid it'll come out way too cute and I won't be able to eat it (laughs) if it's a steer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That is a real fear that I'm having right now is that this thing's going to come out too cute. I'm going to get too attached and I'm not going to want to take it to slaughter. Um, So yeah, the whole artificial insemination thing, that might be a future episode if I find that the information isn't incredibly boring and if it's something you guys are interested in learning about. Um, But yeah, so that is the current plan. That plan could absolutely change. I want to wait a little bit longer to breed her 
because um, usually with highland cattle, it takes about two years for them to reach their, you know, their goal body weight. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds yeah. kind of fitness related. <laughs> um, and she's crossed with our Hereford, so she might be fine to breed now, but I'd rather get closer to her second birthday, which will be at the end of May. Um, and then I also have to think about, okay, well, what's the weather going to be like when this thing drops on the ground? Um, and then I'll have to pick a date by then. So I have at least this first quarter to do my research and start getting my ducks in a row and to make those early decisions. Yeah. Uh, artificial insemination is something that my goat breeder does. Mm-hmm. Um, they do that there also. I mean, they have bugs, but they also do like the AI stuff and it looks really interesting. So I can't yeah. wait to hear more about that. I opted not to go for it because I didn't want to have to mess around with the tanks and all of the stuff. Right. Um, but, like, for a cow, it's, like, <laughs> like you said, she's going to be hard to, to make travel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to, like, acquire somebody's professional skill set to come here and do it for me because I mm-hmm. would not know what I'm doing and you don't know if it's going to take the first time or not. Um, so, yeah, definitely not going to pretend like I know it all there. <laughs> but it's a cool thing to learn about yeah exactly (laughs) so what else do you want to do this year so I'm going to start looking into whether or not I want to start raising old English baby doll south down sheep sheep that's exciting and not just any sheep google those sheep really quick I have googled them because I saw this and I'm like oh my god Bev's gonna get into (laughs) sheep (laughs) they're like the most adorable sheep ever someone just randomly sent well not someone one of my friends sent me a picture of one uh just like uh it was just a couple weeks ago through instagram and i was like oh my god that's going on my list of things i want to raise here and she's like i knew it would (laughs) (laughs) they are really cute they are. They're super cute. They're like a miniature sheep, so they'd fit in really nicely um, on my farm of miniatures since everything here, <laughs> except for the chickens are miniatures and the ducks. And uh, their fleece is really great for spinning yarn. And, you know, like I'm not sure that I want to necessarily spin yarn, you know, like for the public, but I do enjoy doing it for myself because mm-hmm. I like making scarves and hats and stuff. So it's like this could be a farm project that I know um, I would enjoy, you know, for the long term because it brings me personal benefit. But if I decide I want to dig back into the yarn thing, then I can start working on you know, a fiber corner of my farm too for that future goal if I decide that that's a goal. Right. Nice. So what's next for you? Um, I am really going to buckle down with my gardening this year. Um, Yay! Yes! We are like going all in on a setup. Um it's going to be like a fenced in area and it's going to have a bunch of beds in it and it's going to be really pretty and magical and hopefully I don't kill everything that I plant in there. Um, But this year I'm planning on starting to um, proactively plan what I want to do instead of reactively like get upset that my governor is telling me that I can't buy seeds right now. So F you, I'm going to go buy seeds and start seedlings. That's kind of how last year started. (laughs) It was kind (laughs) of spiteful. 
but I did it and I got a few things out of it, but I definitely kind of, I half-assed it. So I want to put my whole ass into it this year. (laughs) I like it. Now I already have seeds and I at least have an idea of what I'm doing. I have the lights to be able to start seeds and little seedlings. Um, So I feel like pretty set up for success. Um, I have to narrow down what I'm going to grow, though, because I have like a bajillion seed packets and I I know I can't be that um, that ambitious the first go around. So still more to come on that. But I know we're going to talk about planning our gardens very soon here. Um, So if you guys are into that this year, you can follow along with us and maybe pick up some fun ideas. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited for that episode now because I was like digging into that a little bit today and it's going to be so good. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I think it's going to I think it's going to be really helpful like for people who are looking to figure out how to even get started and plan and maybe like set themselves up for success because that's the hardest part of the garden. Yeah. So what is one of your other goals for this year? So uh, one of my other goals for this year is to add some heritage breed chickens to my flock, which I actually I already hit that goal because I just put in my order for my pet chicken and it's all Woo-hoo! heritage breeds. So there we go. That goal's done. Check. <laughs> nice. It's so early into the year. Good job. I know, right? <laughs> So my next one's pretty quick, too. I have not done this yet because it would be a miserable experience if I tried. But we're going to do more fencing this year because I want to be able to rotate pastures um, with the goats and the cow um, to really, really cut back on hay costs. Because, like, it worked out really well this year. Like, the amount of hay the goats went through in the summer was way down. Um... So I know it works and uh, we're going to extend way back and it's going to be more fencing than we did this year, but I feel pretty good about it because we know what we're doing now. We have the tools that we need to do that. We got about 200 feet of fence left from when we split the pasture for fancy. Um, We'll have to buy more. So I've already started saving money for that. Um, because it's not cheap with the way that we do the fencing because we have goats like we can't just run hot wire we gotta (laughs) do like the four by four welded wire um it's it's a chore but it's not that bad especially if you can have some people come over and drink a few beers and help you so i'm actually really looking forward to doing that in probably april or early may nice that'll be good yes So I guess I'll go backwards just slightly because one of my other goals was to get super organized in how I manage my garden. And I'm almost there because I'm still developing the plan, but it's good and it's super organized. So I'm like, yes. Are you going to share the plan with us once it's done? Yes. The whole plan is going to get shared. And I'm I'm trying to decide what the, the best thing is or the best way to do this, but... One of my ideas is so we'll do the podcast episode next week about like how to plan your garden and I'll kind of like share the basics and the tools that I'm using to plan it. But then I was thinking of recording a couple videos of the pages um, that I'm actually like laying out for how I'm doing the planning and putting those in our Patreon. Nice. I like that idea. Yeah. So um, they'll be like short 
they won't be like ridiculously long. I can be really talkative, so sometimes I'm hard on video. Because <laughs> I like to make really long videos, see my stories. <laughs> but um, like I think getting a visual on like how the planning system like actually works will help like click um, with more people. Because then, and then what's really cool is the people that are in zone six, they can just literally copy my pages. Nice. <laughs> you don't have to do any of the work. I already did it for you. <laughs> Okay, so my next goal is a carryover from last year, uh, and it's to actually upgrade and expand the Cluckingham Palace Chicken Run and get an automatic chicken door. Um, if you guys are in a Facebook group or you follow me over on Instagram, you probably saw that I've been having an issue with a hawk that's taken out probably at least a half dozen chickens of mine since oh, in the man. month of December, so... Yeah, so I have to get really serious about this because the poor ladies are just locked up most of the time unless we're outside. And that hawk doesn't care because he'll come hang out while we're outside. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's a dick. He's the worst. Um, because people are giving me all of this wonderful advice and I already do 95% of it. So, Oh, man. Yeah. So we're going to do an episode about aerial predators in the near future, too, so we can help you guys if you're having problems with that. Um, or just to prepare because, you know, we've lived here a couple of years now and we've never had that issue. So one of the things I can do is expand their run and cover it, um, which we're already planning on making it a covered run anyways. Um, that way they can have a lot of space to still get fresh air, but not necessarily have to be outside all the time. Um, but they don't really like to be outside right now anyways, cause it's winter. So... <laughs> So it's not the end of the world that they're cooped up so much right now. Um, but it definitely does make me sad that that asshole is just hanging around. I saw him fly across the yard this morning, too. So Oh, my gosh. He, like, does his rounds. <sighs> yeah, really rude. So that's a great motivator to actually do this goal that I've had for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> So my last goal that I have for the farm this year is that I really want to rock the greenhouse game. Oh, yeah. This point, I'm not really sure exactly how I'm going to get there, but like I've been kind of tracking things and like, you know, working on stuff in the greenhouse over the winter. I'm really happy with how it's going. Um so this year is like my learn and track year and then I'm hoping next year like It'll just be like rocking in there with all the right things that yeah. are appropriate for it for my zone. Right now I have tomatoes and cucumbers in there and that was being a little too ambitious. I had to keep it really warm in there for those things. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you, you live learn. and learn. Yeah, you're yeah I, I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have cucumbers and tomatoes in February, so yay me. <laughs> Probably unnecessary. <laughs> no, that's great though. <laughs> But I think I can, like, do my greenhouse a little more appropriately so that it's more efficient, I guess, okay. is the good word that I'm looking for. Um, and also, it can be more productive because I'm using it properly in the in the proper, like, uh, seasons and, you mm -hmm. know, whatnot. So that's what, that's what I'm going to work on this year. Cool. My last goal is to continue saving with my farm savings account and have at least a cushion of $500 in there. So that can be like just sitting there at all times. 
Um, and I'm aiming to get $500 in there by the end of March. Um, so that's my little mini goal to get to the larger goal. Uh, we'll see how it goes because you just never know what kind of fun things are going to happen on your farm where you need to, you know, an, uh, an expense that you weren't expecting, like a vet bill or something like that. So that is my current goal, but I'm not going to be too hard on myself if it's like 250 or 300 by March, because that's still really solid cushion, you know, for a vet visit. Um, yeah. The farm animals. So that is my last goal. I like it. Those are all super awesome goals. Yeah, yours are too. I'm excited for us to <laughs> go through this year and see what kind of things we accomplish and what other things we didn't plan that we accomplished like last year. Uh, because a lot can happen in a year. So, yeah. Well, and our personalities just lend really good to just like, we're just lifelong learners, yes. I think is the right word for it. Like, I literally just want to try everything and learn everything for the sake of doing it. Like, I'll hold on to and I'll keep the things that I love and I'll get rid of the things that I don't. But I want to do it once because I just, mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it until I do it. Right. So one of the other things I think we've done the past couple of years is like pick a word of the year. Um, And you, I think, actually had this before uh, we met and then I stole the idea and I started doing it for myself, too. Um, So what is your word of the year this year? I had a really hard time coming up with my word of the year this year. Really? (laughs) Yeah, and I usually don't have such a hard time. But so here's the thing that we do know for sure about 2021 is that we're not really sure how the year is going to go mm-hmm. or what's going to happen during it. And like every I, every year is like that. Right. It's just it's more obvious this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of like made me like pause before I set my word. Like, well, what's something that you can carry like no matter what happens? And that's really hard to think of. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So I went with root. And that is totally abstract. And I know that. (laughs) It sounds really like new agey, bougie. You should know what this means, but you clearly don't. And I might not know either. (laughs) (laughs) But what does it mean to you? Because that's what's important. So the reason why I came up with root is because roots need air and nutrients to be really healthy, but they're also capable of like grounding you and keeping you like in the place that you need to be when things get really tough or weird or crazy. But they're not so inflexible that they can't be dug up and moved when needed. Mm. So roots are like really fascinating things. And as I thought about that word more, like I thought that it would just be really fitting for a year where like it's kind of hard to decide what you want to work on or what you want to set your goals to be because there is just a lot that we don't know about. And, you know, I went through a ton of different words and what I really wanted to do was I really wanted to do something that was more along the lines of like, um, so there's this really great song. It's by Trevor Hall and it's called Without Expectation. 
And the song like really spoke to me because he talks about like being in a place just as you are, like without expectation. Because I think about how my expectation of things can kind of like spoil it. You know, I think it's going to be one way and it turns out to be something else. And it's not that the something else is bad, but because I thought it was going to be something else, like I didn't get to fully enjoy it as it was. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to figure out like how to make that work. And I realized that that was a super abstract idea as well and not necessarily like a one word. So I thought root kind of worked for this idea because what I'm trying to do is just really like ground into like whatever it is, like whatever it will be will be and I just gotta stay rude in it so (laughs) I went a little deep there (laughs) you're you're a poet and you didn't even know it that felt very poetic (laughs) oh it did good I'm glad that it did sometimes it's hard like expressing yourself like that can be really difficult because I think like is anyone going to get this or are they gonna, just going to think that I'm weird and crazy? <laughs> I mean, I can think you're weird and crazy, but still get it. But that's one of the reasons I that's like true. you is because you're just as weird and crazy as me, just in a different way. <laughs> that's true. So what word did you go with? So mine is fearless. And that doesn't necessarily mean like Sam's going to, you know, go cliff diving or anything like that. Um <laughs> in in my brain it's actually like two words it's fear less um mm. and worry less too because i have anxiety i'm a big worrier and i saw something the other day that said um anxiety is an expensive habit of course it might be worth the cost if it worked but it doesn't our frets are futile worry has never brightened a day solved a problem or cured a disease So that really resonated with me. So my brain started going in places of like less worrying and less fear. Cause like I, (laughs) I have some like anxiety from some stuff that happened a couple of years ago where we weren't so financially secure to the point that I'm still like scared to go to the mailbox every day. Like I'm fearful of the, of what's in the mailbox but it doesn't make sense to be fearful or worry about what's in the mailbox because it's already in there and you can't do anything about it. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> like, if there's an unexpected bill in there, like, you're going to figure out how to pay it. It's okay. So it's down to, like, that level, but also at the level of, like, the fear porn that I see on social media every day and in the news every day because everything, like you said, like, we don't know what this year is going to be. And you're right. We never know what any year is going to be. Nobody thought 2020 was going to be what it was. So either 2021 is going to be just as crazy, more crazy or less crazy. And like, we have absolutely no control over that. Um, So just taking kind of like inventory of what I'm doing that is making me feel fearful or worrisome. Like, is it the mindless scrolling that I'm doing on social media where I think I'm not really absorbing anything, but I am? Is it maybe just checking the news instead of watching it like a hawk? (laughs) Is it, you know, doing something new? Like, like, for example, on the farm, we took a couple ducks to the processor. But I was a little scared and anxious about taking these ducks to the processor at seven o'clock in the morning. It's dark. This place isn't well lit. I don't know where I'm going once I get into like the place. Like, 
And, like, that fear almost stopped me from doing it, which might sound, like, really stupid to some people. But, like, I got there. I didn't it doesn't go to me. <laughs> I didn't go to the right place at first, but it was fine because the guy told me, oh, no, you got to go around back. And it was like, oh, okay. And now that I've done it, like, I know exactly what I'm doing and it's not a big deal anymore. So just kind of gauging fear and understand why I'm feeling a certain way instead of just muddling in that fear or worry or anxiety and really just channeling my my own personal faith and spirituality to kind of be a tool to get over some of those things that either I shouldn't be worried about or I have no control over anyways. I like that. That's really good. And I think that that I think a lot of people feel the same way mm-hmm. that you do. And yeah, you're definitely not alone in that. And new places are my nightmare. I know. Because I never Ugh, know what to expect. I hate it. And I never want to go <laughs> by too. myself. And I know. And Matt is just like, just go do it. Because he doesn't care. Like, he'll just yeah. he's such the opposite of me in that way, which is a good thing. Um, because <laughs> obviously that helps me get out of my comfort zone. And it kind of inspires me like, okay, well, he thinks it's fine. Or he can go do these things. Like, why can't I? So, yeah, I think I think mine got a little deep there, too. But uh, I think people probably feel like both of us right now um, with the root <laughs> idea and the fearlessness or worrylessness. <laughs> Lots of yeah. messes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, if you guys have a word of the year, too, you can definitely share that in our Facebook group as well. Because I really think it's cool to see people open up in that way and understand kind of where they're coming from because yeah I think being being so isolated uh it's really really easy to get overly self-involved and forget like that other people are going through things too so it's Mm -hmm. a nice it's a nice reminder that other people are in different mental places too yep for sure check out the drink and farm merch shop We keep the shop up to date with new and fresh items. And while you're there, check out the shirt of the month. Go to drinkandfarm.com slash shop and maybe snag a few things that you've been eyeing for a while because shopping with us is an excellent way to support the podcast and get something for yourself at the same time. We can't even corner us back. Yay! Yay! (laughs) After taking a month off, you know. I got a decent amount of things that I can't even about. So I'm excited to hear what we have for each other today. So what can't you even about? So we survived. I I can't even that we survived selling merch in December (laughs) during this year, honestly. Okay, so now that I have a second to like think back and reflect on it, I am kind of like, what on earth were we thinking? <laughs> I, yeah, we should have started earlier because I knew USPS was going to be rough, but my God, it, that was a cluster F. Holy It smoke. was so much rougher than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I have a couple of can't evens from this. One of them is that I can't even that we didn't have more problems than we did. <laughs> yeah, we could have, but I think a lot of our, um, Listeners have the hindsight to order early, mm-hmm. which thank God you guys did, because I think most people got their stuff, except for us. 
before Christmas. Yeah, we were the only ones that didn't get their, our stuff on time, which is kind of hilarious. But I wanted to share a short email that Sarah Slizinski sent us because she had ordered something and it just like didn't show up. So then, you know, like I put it in, I, I, I reported it as something that didn't show up. And the printer is trying to tell me, oh, well, everything's just taking longer. And I'm like, no, 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 guys. It like shipped out like almost a month ago. Like seriously, like just to reprint this and reship this <laughs> to her, please. And they did it, thankfully. But anyways, she sent us an email that said, happy Friday. I just wanted to let you know that my shirt came in. Thanks for helping to make it happen. One of the best parts of working from home due to COVID was that I was able to have a relatively serious work meeting yesterday while wearing a shirt that says drink farm and be mooey. <laughs> and that pretty much made my day. And it made my day hearing that story. So I wanted to share it with everybody because like it was a reminder of why we create these merch things. And like it's just it's like a nice way where we can all share in this fun funky like quirky drink and farm thing that we all have going on (laughs) yeah and sarah is actually who i got fancy from so it was super important yeah to me that she got that shirt because her daughter thought it was so cool that fancy formerly known as franny or francine um was on a shirt like she thought that was just too cool so i was super thrilled that the company that we work with was able to do that and and actually get it to her. (laughs) So that's the hilarious thing about there being two of us. I had no idea all of that. (laughs) And I still like worked my ass off to make sure that she got her shirt. Yeah, I thought you knew that. Honestly, (laughs) I mean, I know you would work your ass off for any of our listeners, but I thought you already knew that because she posted in the group that she thought it was so cool. But that was weeks before the shirt didn't show up. So unless you know Sarah, then it would not be a no-brainer to tie that together. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, and now I'll never forget it. But (laughs) sometimes I have a hard time branching people from Facebook to Instagram Mm -hmm. and then to our email inbox. Oh, me too. Like, sometimes I think that those are all three separate people, but they can all be the same (laughs) and I'll have no idea. (laughs) So what is your first can't even of the new year? So mine is actually a story from last year, but it's too good not to share. And it's from 13 Action News. And the title is Police Chase Makes Pig Facebook Famous. (laughs) So in Mommy... Oh, Ohio. Did I say that right? Is it mommy? You sure yes. did. It's mommy. <laughs> mommy. Um, it, the article reads, meet Carl. He's the pig who took Officer Nicole Tucker and others with Toledo police on a wild chase Thursday and lived to squeal about it. Um, the officers got a call that this pig had been on the loose for a few days, so they went after it. Um uh, it took officers and neighbors 45 minutes to wrangle the hog, and now he's been deemed a stray and is at Toledo Humane Society. He seems healthy. He might not be the happiest because he's not on the run anymore, but as of right now, he seems to be doing just fine. Um, so, yeah, he <laughs> went on the run, and the officers had to go on a wild pig chase. And he's up for adoption <laughs> now, but my guess is because this pig went viral, he has already been adopted at the time of the article. He wasn't quite on the adoption list yet, 
But they're going to um, set up meet and greets and make sure they find the right home for Carl so he doesn't escape and live his best life um, <laughs> on the mean streets of Mommy, Ohio again. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah. I can't, I couldn't resist a cute pig story, so. Yeah. So make sure you can you send us your can't evens, and you can do this by posting them in our Facebook group and using hashtag can't even. Uh, you can also send them to us via Facebook Messenger, Instagram, or email them to us at drinkandfarm@gmail.com because we do minisodes and we like to share what you find with all of our listeners. And be sure and leave us a review because we will read our favorite Apple podcast review of the week on the show. And then you'll get entered to win an exclusive coffee mug that is not and will never be in the shop and is currently being redesigned for 2021. So yay for that. And we're back to reading the reviews now that it's January. So Sam, would you like to read our first review? I would. And this one is from... Katie Vendever, and she says, we love the show. Hey, y'all, I just want to say y'all are amazing. My eight-year-old daughter and I enjoy listening to your show. In fact, she usually reminds me when a new episode is expected to be released. I only wish y'all could spend every minute of the day entertaining us. (laughs) (laughs) We wish we could, too. (laughs) Probably be way more fun. Uh, than our day jobs. Uh, but since that's not feasible, I guess we just have to keep not so patiently waiting on new episodes. Wishing y'all all the best, Katie and Taylor. Oh, uh, thanks so much yeah. for that review, Katie and Taylor. We appreciate you so much. And I am really flattered that you want us to entertain you every minute of every day. Like, that's a really big compliment. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you hit the subscribe button and download the episode when you listen, because this helps more people like you find us. And we have our Instagram account (laughs) back. We're not quite back into the groove of actually using it a lot yet, but we're working on it. (laughs) (laughs) So share this episode over in your stories. Tag us at Drink and Farm. We'll send you a coupon code that is good for our merch shop. And make sure you take a look at today's show notes to find links to anything that was discussed, like our can't evens, uh, a survey to tell us how we're doing, and all of our social media goodness and our merch shops. So that's it, guys. That's it. Those are our dreams for 2021. Yeah. And, you know, per our January 2021 shirt, we're going to take this year by the horns. I like it. Yes. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you clearly need to click on the link to our merch shop and go look at the amazing shirt that features Percy. Yes. Percy is persevering no matter what 2021 throws his way. There's so much symbolism in the shirt. It's not even funny. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you can take it by the horns. There we go. (laughs) And until next time. Drink. Farm. And give zero clucks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. We drink things. We farm things. We drink and farm.